Michael the fuck up for this intro. Some of you doubted us. Some of you thought we might never return. But we always return. <laughs> for some of you, we never leave. Uh, our first episode of the MMA Love Awards was a huge success. The most listened English or English-adjacent uh, show we've ever did. So thanks a lot for all of you listening. Um, therefore, the pressure is on for our second awards show. But I promise you we did everything in our power to make it so. I even switched out some soundboard clips. So should be good. As always, I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. And with me is this guy, your preferred Luke. You do prefer him over other Lukes. He's your transatlantic friend, <laughs> and he is beyond pumped that the mother and the father of MMA podcast is already back. We're fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Oh, let me hit that one. I'm ready to go. Bit, uh, let, me, let me do it again. I'm ready to go. Very good. Nice. Today with us, live from the Lava Shack in Hilo, Hawaii. <laughs> Carrying stones underwater, jumping out of pools. The Duke Paoa Kahinu Mokoe Huli Kohola Kahanu Moku of MMA. Nice. Joe from Hawaii. Aloha, Mofo. Yes. <laughs> nice. Thank you guys for having me. This is going to be either great or horrible. Let's do it. That's MMA for you in a nutshell. Great or horrible. <laughs> So I think I think we're on a good track. For the people who do not know who you are, which I mean, <laughs> how could you? But what what do people need to know about you? Why MMA, pal? I've had my toes dipped in the MMA waters for a while now. Uh, I guess I would be a tough noob, um, yeah. but I do have a, a fun fact that my roommate at one point in time was a guy named Sean Doherty, who was in UFC 2. He was the first prelim ever in UFC history. That is a... How about that? Luke, did Holy you know this? Rap. No, I did not know this. We of course have, not. We have you MMA think this dude tells me stuff? No. This is MMA history in the making. We have... I mean, this is MMA royalty. I think it was also the first fight that Big John ref. Oh, that, that is not good. He he and he ended up losing. Maybe but maybe from did, maybe did from Big now John on. Get him killed, or was he okay? He, by the by the ninja, uh, <laughs> he got choked out. But yeah, he was my when I was practicing MMA. I sucked. Uh, he was my coach for a little bit. So maybe yeah, maybe that was from, pretty cool. Maybe from now on, we blame you for Big John McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, These... yeah, uh, it, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> it is. We a long time ago we sent you for the hunt of, of for for the hunt of Paco. Did did you find him? I never found Paco, but that BJ Penn instructional book. Everybody should have a copy of that. Yeah, bjpen.com. At the moment, you can't get signed editions of of uh, the BJ Penn instructional, which is quite sad. I wanted to order a signed one. He's too busy running for governor. That's why. True. Yes, <laughs> he, he is still he is still running, right? Uh, honestly, I'm not. I'm not sure. He probably is, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So enough. Enough of this bullshit. 
This is the first MMA, sorry, this is the first annual MMA Love Awards show episode two. Today we have the following for you. Maybe um, we're continuing to to find out about year of the year and fight of the year, but um, as of a special request from Joe, we will give out three other awards. We'll give out the not this year of the year award, the rough year of the year award, and the pride rules of the year award, which I I love. So, any anything to add for for this for this setup? Lucas, uh, I have I have I have questions, and I remember nothing. So of course we're ready to go. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Perfect. I'm where ready do you want to go. start? Uh, let's let's ask Joe. Where where do you want to start with this with this award thing? Let's start with uh, year of the year. Year of the year. Actually, can I interject something real quick? Oh, of course, it's your show now. We can quantify how good the ufc did this year with a percentage oh my god is that's not <laughs> they did 29.22 percent better well maybe it's not better i don't know their share was at 34.89 endeavor share was 34.89 on the 31st so that's up seven dollars and 89 cents uh, I, I love that kid. So we could all have been rich, you know? Why did I ever just ride in the UFC? <laughs> <laughs> I think it tanked today, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> they were, uh, they were, they had, they had set up a schedule and in, an insider sales had just been scheduled and going. So basically they IPO'd it. Endeavor executives and whoever owns the stock had just been selling off just just millions of shares after IPO. So I watched it go up right when it IPO'd and bought in and went up, and then they just started they just started selling like millions and millions of shares, and making their millions of dollars on the IPO. Ridiculous! <laughs> and it's I'm just going to keep doing that. It'll keep going up and down. I'm very sorry. Hmm. About, I should buy again. I'm very sorry about the. Stocks talk here, but I I like stocks the fact talk. We did we did this, um, Joe. We did this. We we made the the UFC UFC's parent company Endeavor famous and rich. Now for the that's year, all I had to say for the year. <laughs> yeah, thanks <laughs> for the year of the year. <laughs> we already talked with Sean from Liverpool about this, and we wiggled it down to six or seven. I think um, you have any anyone we we already shut out that you want to have back in or an addition? No, I think we know who the clear winner of this year of the year award is. Oh, this guy has, has opinions, but as you know, the rules of this show are you can you can bring out your opinions, but I'll decide in the end. What is what is your clear opinion? What what do you think about we have Maurice Ababy left, we have Jake Paul, Charlie Olives, Action Man Chris Curtis, Glover Teixeira and BKFC. <laughs> that is that is some list, man. Give us there is thoughts. no, there is no homerism going on right now, but Brada Ray Cooper, the third, is your clear winner. <laughs> no homerism, of course. <laughs> what is your case for for Brada? Well, for one, he's probably the only must-watch guy in PFL. He's holding up that organization over there. Oh, Kayla Harrison is pissed now, man. I know, I know, she listens. Well, 
she's still in PFL though. I I think so. Yeah, yeah, she might have been released. Who knows? Yeah. Or not released, but they didn't. Anyways, uh, <laughs> he had four wins in 2021. And he beat some good, good dudes. That is that is that is. And he beat some. He beat a legend. He beat a Magomed, which is always tough to do. Have to beat Magomed one Magomed. Squared. Yeah, you have to beat <laughs> one Magomed a year in order to make it through. And he won a million dollars. That's the key. I mean, he did with a KO. With a KO, he he supposedly broke his jaw in that fight. Have you guys rewatched that fight? It's incredible. Fortunately, not. But I, I'll I'll rewatch some gifs as we speak. Yeah, and I also think Ray Cooper. He um, he's kind of like progressed. It, 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 he was just like a knockout hitter, but now uh, he turned into like a wrestler, and now he's got like a well-rounded skill set. And in that fight, he pretty much showed a full mixed martial arts skill set. It was awesome. His guard passing was awesome. His wrestling was awesome. He showed that Hawaiian toughness, and he had the knockout. What is, what is going on down there on that island that a dude can train with his four brothers, I think four brothers, in a in garage, garage, and, yeah. get, a, and get a well-rounded skill set? I don't know. Just, are, they watching, are, they, are, they, are they actually watching instructional videos from BJJ Fanatics? <laughs> well, he what probably is, probably his brothers that he trains with, they're probably awesome too, you know? Like they, they gotta be. They probably could go into the PFL, but uh, I just think I just think it's he's fantastic. I would love to see him in another organization, but if I was him, I would just stay in the PFL. It's like, it has to be the stone carrying on the water, if, I, if you ask me. He, he has to do that, right? Uh, well, that's like standard training out here. That stone carrying underwater? Of course. I'm serious. Uh, my One of my friends, he there's a Waimea Beach in Hawaii, and he would always jump down there. He's like a surfer, but he would grab that stone, and we'd try to see how far we could go, and it's usually like two feet. <laughs> That's amazing. When you listen, when we talk about this, like chokingly with the stone carrying and the stuff, and now we talk to someone yeah. from Hawaii, and, and these, <laughs> this shit is all true. Yeah, it, it's true. I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> For whatever that's worth. <laughs> okay, let's. I, I, I'm. I really like your your case for brother, and I, I think we'll, we'll we'll have to bring him along. Do you have anyone or anything that we we brought on that you you think does not deserve to be on this list? Hmm. Are you a BKFC watcher? Well, I, the, I'm not. Oh, I'm, oh. I I seen. <laughs> It's oh, no. like that's it's a, like me. It's like me at midnight keeping the BKFC afloat. Yeah, you guys are you guys are much more hardcore than me. Uh, uh. I don't know why I don't watch it, but uh, it's I watched the Paige Van Zant fight, but Knuckle Mania, baby, it, Knuckle, Knuckle Mania, and I know you guys love it, uh, but it's just a little too much for me. That's all. So, so for the moment, I'll <laughs> I'll remove BKFC and I'll add Brada, Ray Cooper the third, and I think we'll we'll have a nice list of Glover, Action Man, Brada, Charlie Olives, Jake Paul, and Morris Abebe to to move on. Did you see Morris Abebe's calf slicer? I did see that calf slicer. 
What is your take on that but, cap slicer? I, is, it, is a cap slicer even a real move? <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a good question. I can't... I can't. <laughs> It, you and it, I, you it, and I, we're more, we're more the. We, we watch Jean Charles Skarbowski videos, so we we might not be the right people to ask if that's a real move. <laughs> yeah, love those instructionals. That's probably my instructional of the year. <laughs> we we can do, we can do a, a personal chat and give out instructional of the year because we're the only we're the only guys that basically are <laughs> are doing any of this shit. Like a little bit, of course, but. <laughs> Very nice. I love I love the the start of this talk. So, um, why don't we we move on to the second category? We'll move on as well um, for the fight of the year. If you if you open that list, you see <coughs> that we're also we're we're at seven at the moment. After the show with Sean, we have Gregor Gillespie versus Ferreira, Chandler versus Gaethje, Oliveira versus Chandler, Holloway versus Cater. Yirji Pochatska versus Dominic Reyes, Corey Sandhagen versus Jan, and Pimblet versus Vendramini. The best. Do you have an addition to that one, Sean? Sean, goddammit, Joe. I'll just call you Sean from now on. <laughs> so, I do not have an addition. To, uh, yeah, I don't think I have an addition to that list. Um, but I also have there's two I'm pretty I'm pretty much whittling down when it comes to this list. Let me two tell, you, let me tell you let me tell <laughs> tell us your fight boner of, of this list. What what gave you the the best one? Well, Oliveira versus Chandler. Well, let, let me start by saying I thought it was going to be Jerry versus Reyes. It was Jerry versus Reyes the whole year until I seen Oliveira Chandler. And that fight had me basically standing on my couch with my wife looking at me like I'm nuts. So that that would be <laughs> that would be my uh that would be my fight of the year. Wife's thinking we're nuts is a staple <laughs> staple of this show. So yeah, um, Chandler is I think your... that's a pretty good scale, right? I, I think so. What about my and Sean's favorite Sean and mine's favorite, Pimblet versus Vendramini. Well, that fight was also great. It had me pumped from the start uh, with that walkout. I think I'd seen Pimblet fight one other time before, but I didn't really, I didn't really get the hype, I guess, until uh, he was walking out in, in the apex. And if you can actually like drum up some excitement in the apex, that's pretty. Uh, I think that's pretty impressive. Impressive. Uh, yeah. Great, great fight. I don't know how far he's gonna go, but oh, it will go far, man. <laughs> I can guarantee. That there have to be some. But, uh, there have to be some bad, better arguments than some Chandler slugfest, some banging. It was a great fight. Sure. But this whole list is like great fights. This year we got a little bit spoiled. I think it was. There were some fantastic fights this year. Yeah, you you call yourself a tough noob, and that means that you you entered this this bullshit this this show this shit show in, in around two thousand and four, I think. So yeah, that's also a very long time you wasted your life on MMA. Do you think <laughs> you think that's also that that this year was was you would you would rank it high or or middle or low? I would see the thing. I think is 
I guess a lot of people uh, bash the Apex, it, myself included. It, it's gotten so like monotonous, I guess. But um, the pay-per-views, I feel like if once you go from watching these fights in the Apex, and then all of a sudden you get a pay-per-view uh, that's in like with a crowd, it's a uh-huh. pretty like different. You know, like it, you can feel the energy. Um, and I think a that crowd, had a little a crowd of screaming Florida people too. No less. Not yeah. they're, they're not coming up to Seattle to a bunch of a bunch of low key bunch of low key tech fucks. They're going to Jacksonville. Yeah, like uh, the the basically every besides maybe the Black Beast um, fight, they, the, all those those cards have been pretty good. The pay per view cards. Um, yeah, There's I. A- I there's a there's a website that's doing like a like a like a like a like a Sunday cartoon kind of thing from the newspapers and it's it's uh it's about MMA though and and the guy drew a pair of UFC fans <clears throat> on a bus and the one that watches every fights is staring at a at a cliffside of of no view whatsoever. And the one on the other side of the bus only watches the pay-per-views because they're casual and they're staring at beautiful fields and a beautiful view. And the caption was about how the UFC's pay-per-views have just been absolutely stacked. And it's a tale of two UFC fans. But if you watch every single card, just fast forward through the bad fights in the apex and you're good because some of the, some of these apex cards too have just been absolutely absolutely ridiculous. And then there was the Aspen Lad one that we don't talk about, but Lucas Lucas very he has PTSD from that Aspen off for from Aspen. I Lad do. Fight, I bring it up too much. I'll stop. <laughs> this is this is the MMA love show. Yes, listen. Oh, I'm so in love with you. <laughs> um so Joe, if you had to bring along three Fights for fight of the year. Which one would it be, of the, of the ones you already selected? Uh, so I would have Oliver, or I would have Chandler Gaethje. I would have Yuri versus Reyes, and the tough one's third, probably Holloway versus Qatar, because that fight is just incredible. This guy didn't even select Pembroke versus Vendramini. It's incredible. But I, I let it slide, man. He, he broke the striking record. About, we do yeah, not that, care about your Euros. Uh, I know. Oh, I know, pal. I know. <laughs> yeah, Holloway versus Catter is like, I mean, yeah, it's not, if you, look, everyone has different criteria of what, what a fight of the year yeah. is made of. And, and people tell me about it has to be dramatic, it has to have, um, changing tides of action and stuff like this. And Holloway versus Catter certainly isn't isn't any of this, but it, it was just it was the, the beatdown of beatdowns. Which which for me I get the other criteria, but for me what Holloway did in that fight we might never see again. It's it was so yeah, it was incredible. Special. It it was very special to see. And I said I said it in the last trial, I'll repeat that this is a fight like like for maybe about ten fights I, I'll rewatch regularly just because it's it's absolutely amazing what you see in there so for for joe we have chandler versus gaichi holloway versus Catter, and prochatska versus reyes that that's a good selection to bring along good stuff um 
Anything to add, Luke? No, I'm looking forward to picking one of these. This is really good. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. What what uh midnight. I I'm hoping to record the show with Prelim Midnight tomorrow. Um we'll get her thoughts and very very pumped to see. She she is the I mean, is the Kaposa might might be watching more MMA than she does, but that's about it. Yeah. Um She's also incredible. The amount of MMA she watches. I mean, is it incredible though? Is it it's it's it is incredible. (laughs) 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 It's definitely incredible. Um for my I'm I'm very sorry to tell you that my Google Docs just died on me. Uh oh. (laughs) So Luke, you'd have to you have to take over. Sure, I can drive. You can I need I, I need to talk about the event that has been added to the to the Google Doc, the uh-huh. uh, list that has been added today by our J Bones. Explain, explain, J Bones or Joe. Pride rules of the year. How did how did you come up with with that stupid award? Well, it's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Pride never die, right? <laughs> yeah, but so, probably uh, probably it will, it will <laughs> never. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, when you, I don't know. When you have like fan favorites, I guess sometimes that end up losing uh, with the unified rules or whatever, there's always that built-in excuse. Or whatever. If they, if they pull it off, uh, that you could say that they won with pride rules. <laughs> so that's what got me thinking, thinking oh, about that. So I'm so fucking <laughs> and, ready and pride for rules this now. Is awesome, dude. I am. I am. I'm like. I'm ready to go. Need it's it's like it's it's a good. It's a good addition, man. We should have come up with that one, but that's why we pay you the big box to be on this show. Do you want to? Do you want to run it down, Joe? The the fights you you have nominated for Pride Rules of the Year. Sure, and uh, there might be other ones, but this is just. The oh, list I'm adding. Have. Don't you worry. I'm adding to this. List. <laughs> oh no! Oh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, so Pride Rules win of the year. I got Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. I got Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards. Oh, yes. Fizzy versus Bobby Green. Uh-huh. And Yancy Medeiros versus Demir Hadzovich. Like, I'm I'm pumped to hear how you beat Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards. The you Diaz army. The Diaz army was like I mean he he has never lost a fight. That's that's clear, but never. Against Leon Edwards. When when did he when did he when did he clip him like thirty seconds before the end or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the onslaught started about a, a minute, but forty five seconds or something yeah. like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we risk him? He was. At him. Can we do, risk? Do you guys think honestly, with pride rules, he would have won that fight? <sighs> I mean, Leon Edwards is not Nate. Japanese, is, is so. <laughs> Nate Diaz is a yeah, fan favorite. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yep. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, did he in a street fight? He would have won. That is also a nice argument from Pride fans. That oh, yeah. Pride rules do simulate a street fight better. <laughs> yeah, no so, breaks. So good. So because streets have ropes. Uh, you'd have wait. the first the first ten minutes. And then you'd have the last five, and you, you you judge the fight as a whole. And I mean, 
Was Leon Edwards close to finishing Nate Diaz? No. 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 Nobody ever. Right. <laughs> Leon Edwards is... It, when is Leon Edwards close to finishing anybody? Oh, God. Except by eye poke. Yeah, I, yeah, he has good eye pokes, man. Yeah, I think he could have won to answer that to answer that question. If if I'm a pride judge and I'm I'm going through the criteria that is officially written down and I repeated it before, I think he could have won that. The taunts, man, also that that's 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 a thing. He pointed at him. He did, he did extremely did he, important. Maybe maybe he should have had more more Dia slaps in there. That could have made it. I like clearer. how that combo was set up with the slap. That was the most Nate Diaz fight of all time. I think. Absolutely, absolutely. So that that is a very good one. Any Nate Diaz, I mean, absolutely the winner of this award. Are we, are we, in agreement? Because that's a bit boring. But Chiesa versus Brady. Do, do you care to elaborate for, for for the people who might not have that that fight in mind? Yeah, Chiesa had him mounted. Uh, and he was raining down blows. Uh, I, I think he, with about 30 seconds left as well, uh, I could be wrong on that, but Brady was completely done. He was gassed. And uh, for for the most of the fight, it was kind of, it was just, it wasn't like Brady didn't have that much of an advantage, I, I felt like. But in that, in, in that third round, it was all Chiesa, the end of that fight. Now Brady was just stronger than him. Just just able yeah, he was to just strong. Him, able to be stronger than him. I feel like I feel like could be wrong, but I feel like Kiesa like said something about it between rounds too. He did, but, um, but listen, he just kind of held him. Isn't isn't like Kiesa the quintessential Angela Hill of that of that division or of, of the male's division? Because every time Angela Hill loses. We say that she was robbed, and every time Chiesa loses, we think that the opponent was just stronger than him. Is 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 he stronger than anyone, or is everyone no. stronger than him? <laughs> uh, I didn't he his beat grappling in it, and I'm sorry to say, but his grappling I think is overrated a little bit. Uh, he's known as like a grappling fighter, but. He just has a tough time with anybody in that in that upper echelon, and I don't think his grappling is enough to get it done. Yeah, he was submitted. By We've Pettis. seen that. Uh, he was submitted by Pettis, stuck his, so stuck his head right in a right in that right in the wrong spot for Vicente. Luque. Oh yes, <laughs> that was a beautiful recall. sub. He came far mm-hmm. though from the Ultimate Fighter life. To where he is now, it's it's not bad. Ultimate Fighter 15, that was. It's incredible. 2012. Oh my god. We're... I'll yeah. I'll remain a Kiesa Homer. Um but yeah, I, I think I think he's he has a tough time at the top too. Very nice. I was I was I man, I was I feel like I picked Magni against him, but uh I was happy Kiesa got it. Are we giving this award to Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards? So basically to Nate of, Diaz? Of course. Joe? Yes. Yes, Leon we are. Edwards gets We're in nothing. Unison. Yeah, it's, it's I mean it's it's a bit it's it's not not good for entertainment, but You saw me you saw me frantically typing Angela Hill in in and trying trying to decide which loss of hers 
I, <laughs> I, I felt qualified. And you saw me frantically typing Zhang Wei Li versus Rose Two in. Uh, but um, no, this nice. is absolutely Nate Diaz's Nate Diaz's award. Congratulations, Nate Diaz. Leon Edwards, you get nothing but your windows. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the first Hawaiian award of the MMA Love Podcast history. So congratulations to Nate Diaz. Let's move on. We have two awards to go, and I think it's these are good awards, man. Do you uh, do you have a pre- preference, Joe? Which which one will, will continue? Nope. Nope. Luke. We have to talk. We have to press forward and do enough of this of the year. Is that the one we're doing? Um, I mean, we can. <laughs> we which can. one was on? Which one was on the list? Year of the year? It it doesn't matter, man. We had rough year of the year and not this year of the year. Oh, rough year of the year. Sorry. Let's, let's go rough with rough. We'll, we'll save enough of this of the year for, for Midnight. I think she's uh, she, she needs to to add to this category. Well, she's qualified to weigh in on that Let's go. Let's sure. go through rough year of the year award. I'm, I'm reading down the nominees. Frank Mir. <laughs> oh, this is good. oh, this is a good addition. Paige Van Zandt. Yes. You're, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Did she make she made her she made her debut this year, right? At Knuckle Mania. Yes. Oh early this year, February of twenty twenty one. I was never so pumped in my life to order a T shirt. And I ordered the Knuckle Mania <laughs> T shirt with because the the pre fight antics were the absolute fucking best I've ever seen in my life. So Paige Van Sand failing at VKFC is a very rough that is a rough year, man. Then we have Diego Sanchez. Oh my God! How rough is Diego Sanchez's year? If if Eagle Inver- FC inversion, yeah. If Eagle inversion FC would have plus. happened, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. In he was inverted Diego Sanchez for for this year. Like, okay. Let, let's move on. I, we will. Yeah, he was on the deathbed as well, which we will discuss. He he wrote today or or, or yesterday or so, something like that on Twitter that he's healthy like he's never been before. We have Kevin Lee. Oh yes, that is a good that is a good call out. We have Herb Dean. <laughs> I mean, I have takes on Herb Dean. Hey, ref of the year. Oh boy, fan vote. I learned that is that it was done by a fan vote, so fans know nothing. That's that's okay for me. Shang Wei Lee. Yeah, that is that is rough. Look, I get why I, I think I even put Bellator on, on the list. And Bellator, I mean, they have they have a rough year every year, I think. Have they ever had a good year? I don't know. Anthony Pettis, John Jones, Tony Ferguson, uh. and, and Tyron Woodley. <laughs> How rough is Tyron Woodley's year? Happy? Is, is, the raccoon, is the raccoon video from this year? No. Wait, are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's from like 2019. If the raccoon video was this year, we don't even have to discuss this one. I am I'm frantically going to the other website all podcasts have to go to, IMDb. Yes, please. As, while you journalist this one, Joe, how do you like this list? <laughs> how rough this is it? This list hurts. How, how rough this was hurts. it was it for you to to read through this list? Yeah, this this is 
I feel bad for everybody on this list besides John Jones. <laughs> yeah, John Jones is just rough. You don't have to feel bad about it. You don't have to yeah. feel bad about Bellator. We just know. T Wood, man. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain that was years ago at this just point. between him and Diego Sanchez, I think. I both okay, of those so, guys. I need you to remember something about T Wood's year though, is he got paid bags of money. Bags yeah, and bags and bags right. of money. Look, but he also tattooed Diego Sanchez definitely did not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Diego yeah. Sanchez probably got bags of money taken from him by his former coach after inversion, Fabia, and by the American healthcare system. So I'm kind of leaning Diego here. Let's hear. Let's hear from from our Hawaiian representative on the, on this list. Do, do you care to to talk about one or two that that stick stick out to you or for you? Yeah, like I was saying, uh, Diego's year that was brutal, man. That uh, and the thing about it was it it was so like we got to see all angles of it. We got to see his personal life basically blasted out for everybody to see. Um, Did you subscribe to his OnlyFans? <laughs> you you seem to, no. <laughs> seem to be the kind of guy that would do that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, unfortunately not for me. But yeah, Diego, I just think between Diego and T-Wood, T-Wood, uh, the, the, other, the other people on this list, like John Jones, we know that he's a fuck up and he's going to do shit that everybody hates uh i i just think man i'm almost being an anti-vaxxer or whatever and then ending up almost dying <laughs> and everybody i don't know i i would say t wood i would say t wood why why do you think i mean luke brought up a point that he earned a lot of money for this isn't that is that you know i, I changed my pick it's diego <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They all suck, man. <laughs> Look, for, for Diego, he was he was he was injecting that snake oil into into his veins. Mm. We saw, I yeah. mean, we saw him being coached. I mean, he was already whatever happened to that guy. I don't know. He he, he was or he was always a a f how how do you even say that in English? Like he was he was out there. And I love that about him, but I think he walked into a guy yeah. at at the right the worst type of person. Yes, at the worst to, type of person to 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 get to know. Probably at the wor at the worst time of his life as well. He didn't earn that much money. He got I, I think he even got was a victim of fraud or something. And then a guy like Fabio comes along and shows you death punches. Yep. He. He hangs yourself from the ceiling, kicks you in the head. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, that that is that is super rough. And no, then it's, it's horror movie level shit. Like it's just. What do you crazy, think was going on at Jackson Wink that was causing all these guys to leave? Let me just say that once I think it was this year or last year. I'm I'm not quite sure, but a drone flew over Jackson Wink. And there was a big Q painted on the, on, God, what is it, on the on. ceiling or on the, <laughs> like no fucking way. I'm Google it, dude. It's true. 
Oh, this is real? Uh, yeah, this is real. This is real. Amazing. So that is a very good question. Also a question we cannot answer. What happened at Jackson Winkle, John? I always just assume it, it, when anything ever happens like that, it just comes down to money and people wanting more of it. But the Q shit is a whole nother level. So who knows? I Q on on flag. My take was like there is like, a bloody elbow like, article from last year. Sorry, seventeenth of June, twenty twenty. Q on on flag found on Jackson Wink Academy roof. Like <laughs> very sorry. I mean, I think when I I think when I first started talking to you online, Matt, I think we were talking about like the proliferation of flat Earth conspiracy theories in MMA gyms or something. It spread more than Rona. So it, it spreads. It spreads at least at the same rate as a as a respiratory virus. Why did you, Why did we put Tony Ferguson on this list? It's so it, it's against my own better judgment. So I was looking at the list and I was like, okay, so Tyron isn't on it for me because he made bags of money. Well, Tony Tony signed the contract and got paid. Should Tony be on the list? Just because he had some losses, one loss in 2021. I maybe I have to remove my my vote for Tony. Tony, Anthony, a loss doesn't get you on the rough year of the year. Anthony Pettis is on here, but you selected him. Anthony Armand An- Ferguson Padilla. He had oh. he has had rough years for years now. Also, yes. the, the falling out the falling out fights against um, Khabib. While he was on on top, um, his rough years have been since at least 2016. I'd say so. So like, yeah, was so, was 2016 or 2017 the year where when he sprinkled his wife with holy water? Was that? Uh, that was probably the yeah. rough year we should be talking about. I'd yeah. say so. We we missed that one, but we could we can go back to it. Um, yeah, it's like let Herb Dean. Maybe we, maybe we have to talk about Herb Dean. Luke. <laughs> Let's talk about Herb Dean. There was a recurring joke on this podcast in 2021. After Derek Lewis, uh, I believe it was Blades, he dropped as Blades was shooting a takedown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Hammer Fist dropped two Hammer Fists before Herb Dean got in there, and Blades' corner was... Uh, uh, upset, up in arms about those hammer fists, and Derek Lewis looked at the camera and said, "That's Herb Dean's fault." That's and Herb Dean's this fault. This has been it's been Herb Dean's fault at least four more times since that uh, quote quotable moment of one of many of Derek Lewis's quotable moments. And it's not always Herb Dean's fault, but a lot of the time it is because when you need to make a decision, you need to make the decision, not rock on the balls of your feet for an extra five or ten seconds and then make the decision. Um, if we have to... The reason, wiggly the th- reason Matt, yes. Matt, the reason is because you let Rebus get knocked out twice. That's why he's on <laughs> this list this year for me. That was fucking bad. We talked about Herb Dean. That was lot, ridiculous. And I, I, I told you that I think that Herb Dean is in a vortex of fights and flights and airports and shitty buffets 
and he can't tell one apart from the other. And that is a big issue that you have the same three or four refs over and over again. And from personal experience, I can tell you that after a time, it's just too much. And I think Herb Dean has had too much of this. And he needs a bit of a break. I don't think he's a bad ref. It's just he refs too much. Give the job to me, man. That's what I'm basically saying. <laughs> now, Joe, if you'd have to wiggle it down to three, because this one we'll have to give out in this show. Three three of your favorites. It's going to be, of course, Diego. I still want to put T-Wood up there. Yeah. That was a bad year, man. Yeah. Nominate him. T-Wood. Honorable and mention. Tyron Woodley. Honorable mention. And then, uh, gotta go John Jones. It doesn't even matter. He, he belongs on the list every year, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. We might, we might award, we, we might rename this, this award to just John Jones of the Year Award. Yeah. For for you, no Luke, that that has a that has a different indicator that that indicates some sort of criminal behavior, which is not always required to have a bad year, although it helps. I mean, certainly for for you, Luke. And then he calls out Chael Sonnen. Yeah, you know who I guess was supposedly protecting his wife or whatever happened. I don't even think we know Dude, yet. Chael, Chael, Chael always gonna... fought five motherfuckers in Vegas at four p.m. <laughs> That's the best. Just that need to see. Best. We just need to see that the video the before we decide if it's the best or not. But we, I, we, I need to see that video, not just the one that will, where he gets carried. I out, will but... nominate. I will nominate Chael for Year of the Year right now. No video required. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, you've, you've picked Paige Van Zant. Um, you've, you've nominated Paige. Paige, Paige, Paige is the one, pa- Brittain Hart got the bad rap at Knucklemania because she freaked the fuck out at weigh-ins, but Paige is the one that touched her. <laughs> and then she proceeded to punch Paige around the knuckling structure for five or eight rounds or whatever it is. And it was just the best. And then gave us that amazing, amazing promo after she won. Are Paige we, gave us that. Are we short? By getting her ass kicked. Yeah. Are we short selling Kevin Lee? Because Kevin Lee had a, a trifecta of stuff <laughs> happening to him. Kevin Lee lost fights. Kevin Lee <laughs> lost his um his UFC contract basically and Kevin Lee lost his I mean okay he got suspended by USADA which f- for something he shouldn't be suspended but he he got suspended so that is a trifecta of bad shit happening to a guy in one year although he was he was signed to Eagle FC last year as well so is is him getting cut and being able to fight at 165 pounds really a bad thing Maybe not. I guess it depends on how much Eagle is paying him. He paying him. They're paying him in Bitcoin at least, which is that that. Yeah, that he's probably making bank. I think I think Khabib, with the shakes, is paying good money at the moment. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right about that. So we have to come to a conclusion here. I think for me, it got worse and worse because. I, I nominated Paige Van Sand because he she was just talking a big game and he's she said that she earns more money on Instagram influencing than in the in the UFC and now at BKFC they're paying her double and triple and billions and millions. 
And then she gets just he fucked. lost the decision. Did lost the decision to Rachel Ostovich in July after that. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. It's very bad, man. Hawaii's Paige is back. Page is back to like BKFC doesn't pay me enough. I make more money on Instagram. That's where Page is. Yes, back to. and I have to say, not to to make this a a patrons and hate fest because I think in her last UFC fight, which she unfortunately lost against Amanda Hebas, she looked quite good. I think she also looked very good against Rachel Ostovich in in her second last. Yeah. MMA fight, and before that, I was not a fan. She she was not good, but she made improvements. I mean, for she lost four out of her last six. But man, I think there was a bit more in, bit more chance for her in MMA. And I thought, okay, she she might do good in in bare knuckle, but it's just not for her. Which we which we learned. We Rachel lost which retain hard, just both decisioned her, and I think. She was so sad at BKFC Knucklemania. So sad. She was bumped. She, she was just walking yeah. out. So I that's that's why I have her there. Of course, I think Diego Sanchez's year is hard to beat. Almost dying, being inverted, and maybe you have to fight Kevin Lee next year. That's that's Lose, that's super losing bad. and and losing your UFC contract. Losing the UFC yeah. contract because your trainer was so nuts. Um, yeah. Gone to your head, Joe. Who wins? I think Diego wins. Gone to your head, Luke? Of course, Diego. Okay, we have a winner. Rough year of the year award for MMA Love Podcast Awards goes to Diego Sanchez. I think it's hard to beat. I I will not be sending Diego a link to this show. Yeah, no. (laughs) Or Paige, for that matter. Because I I really like both of them. Too. <laughs> How can you not like Diego and and be be empathetic with him? What happened to him? Because it's not, it's. I mean, we're making fun of it now, but it's it's not funny because that dude obviously was not in a good in a good place, and someone dude, took I, advantage of him. But that I'm is so glad he's alive. Uh, I'm so glad he's alive. But that is a rough year, man. Diego Sanchez. Yeah. Thanks so much. Um, although Tebut, man, I'm not sure. That is that is a harder one. <laughs> Tebut, man. <laughs> the Tebut. tattoo, the tattoo on his hand. Oh, that's what oh. kind of like brings it up a level. <laughs> and being, I mean, look, don't you don't play boxing? We know that it's just, just not something you just take up and, and are you're good at it. And if a guy, even if he's a YouTuber, but a very athletic YouTuber and obviously a fighter at heart, uh, and he he knocked him the fuck out, man. Okay, you get he got a lot of money it. for it, but dude, Tyron Woodley. Is a pound for pound great in MMA, and the way Jake Paul triggered the MMA fan base over the two <laughs> fights and then knocked Tyron the fuck out—it's oh, okay. But if the if the raccoon movie or one of his raps was this year, maybe he win, but he wins, but Diego Sanchez takes this one. Uh, let's go to the to the last um, award of this show. We're we're already fifty minutes deep. It's it's fucking incredible. Not this year of the year, or we can yeah, not this year of the year. We have to go through this because I think the inspiration for this category was Joe from Hawaii. Joe himself. He has. Yes, please, Luke. Joe. Joe, you you 
I don't really think like like I didn't really expect to say this, but I do. I owe I owe you a gigantic uh, amount of gratitude for Nick Diaz month, and and forcing me not forcing, encouraging me to watch all these fights, because I had never seen Nick Diaz versus Takanori Gomi, and it 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 impacted my fandom, my doing this podcast, and. Of course, my card collecting, because how fired <laughs> up did I get when I pulled a Takanori Gomi card out of an old pack of cards? I got pretty fucking fired up, pal. It was it was fucking awesome. So Nick Diaz month, when Nick Diaz was coming back to fight Robbie Lawler in the UFC, we led into that fight because with by watching a Nick Diaz fight every single day for a month, and I I probably I probably got through. Probably three one half to three quarters of them. Matt, how did you do? Yeah, listen, Nick Diaz month gave me a nostalgia boner that that started to hurt, man. Because I'm uh, I, usually usually if people ask me if they should watch old UFC fights, and by old I mean let's say below 150 or 100, I I say no because in my mind most of them are shitty. And if you watched Nick Diaz the first time this year, you think Nick Diaz was shitty too. But man, was I surprised when I rewatched these fights, some of the old Nick Diaz fights, how awesome they were and how awesome a fighter Nick Diaz was for the time. Not not now, of course, but for the time. And I have to be thankful for that as well. I don't know how you came up with the idea. Do, do you remember why why you, you, you had to do a Nick Diaz month? Um. So about like once a year, I'll, I'll probably watch a few Nick Diaz fights. He he's always been my favorite. Uh, so in a lot of his fights, he was doing stuff early in his career and throughout his career that I I think uh, like really pushed the envelope uh, as far as technique wise. Now he he wasn't he's not the best fighter of all time, but in my opinion, he he was always the best to watch. Um, there's always something you could learn from one of his fights technique wise that, that there's always like one thing you could pull out from, from one of his fights. Uh, and I, I don't think we can give that guy enough credit. I, I know people got like their personal feelings about like, uh, about him, but I don't see how you don't like the guy. Yeah. It's let's go through this, this list first. We have a nomination from a listener in here. Bloodsport Ramon suggested that we have to nominate Bryce Mitchell. And I see a huge lols in the list. <laughs> which yeah, yes. I mean, you have any comment on that, Luke? No, I, I appreciate a twister, a good twister as much as the next guy, but Bryce Bryce <laughs> would be a different in a different category because he is he is a he is a this year of the year award, not a not this year of the year award. We're talking about people people who weren't around, and things that happened long in the past. I mean, Bryce wasn't around 2021. Did he take the year off? Yes. I didn't notice. I think I think Bloodsport Ramon just misses the guy. Well, Out of, I mean, I, I, I miss mean, his twisters. I don't know. Yeah, we, we do. Um, we have Joanna Jondracek, the champy, being smart enough not to fight in a pandemic. <laughs> That's like congrats, congrats to Bryce as well. If that was the case for him as well, yeah. uh, 
Champy, I'd see. So I wrote this nomination in because Champy was smart enough not to fight in a pandemic and also smart enough to become a massive Instagram influencer and sell literally every single kind of product there is. Dude, that is so smart. It's like we make fun of this, but it is so smart what she's doing. Taking one or two years off and just selling everything. Everything. Um, Joe, did you buy a product that Joanna was shilling for? I did not. That's, um, that's not good, man. I saw her shell yeah. cars, underwear, juicers, food, restaurants, travel, fitness programs, uh, famous programs, fitness uh, fitness programs. Oh, fitness, Dana did yeah, say and, she uh, made a lot of money, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Even she did. When da- and that and that means she made a shitload, right? Beers. Because he's trying to talk yep. it down, like years of money. She was selling beers. Yep. She was at fairs. She got. She got. She wrote a book, like, not this year of the year award. I mean, I am. I am a huge Champy fan. Just, just to to make clear that she's one of the very best fighters to ever grace the octagon. And oh, it's it's also sad that she wasn't here fighting. Man, I I need to mm-hmm. see her again. We have She'll fighting. Sorry, we have a fighting in the age, in an age of loneliness. That is a documentary, Luke. Right. Yes, this is a YouTube documentary uh, by the I forget the name of the there. They were I think loosely associated with with Vice or something. It's one of the people from Chapo Trap House made a documentary about the early years of MMA. Very fitting for this award category, talking about years gone by and how MMA has become sterile and boring and no longer individualized. So J Bones, you would really enjoy it, I think especially with your category I, of pride rules fight of the year. I, I actually seen, I didn't finish it, but, but I did see uh, the first couple videos, I think. And it was great. A lot of, a lot of talking about Andy silver. Right. <laughs> also a bit of, bit of um, a Gracie family um, deep dive, which we, I think it, it was, it's a week ago. So we learned new stuff about the Gracie family. Did anyone, any of you saw this? What? No. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, I don't know if it's, it was Helio or... But basically they said that in order to grow a huge family of fighters, they had to be... Um, how do you say that? Um, unfaithful in their marriages. Oh, a little, <laughs> promiscu- little promiscuous to were they? Produce, we, to produce I, more Gracies. I, I swear, I swear, we're just trying to produce more Gracies. Has nothing to do with anything else. That's I basically, swear. that is the, the gist of it. They, the documentary had a moment when they talked about the gym wars in Brazil and how everybody from one gym marched 11 miles to the Gracie's gym or something and engaged in a street fight. Yes, with it's, them. it's a, it's a good, it's a good documentary, man. It's a good, it's good. Very good stuff. It's a, it's a well-made documentary that gives you a bit of, a bit of a historic background on, on the bullshit we, we watch here. We had Alaska fighting championships one, th- two and three with special guest Rick, Rich Franklin. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Midnight and I watched Alaska fighting one, two and three. And, uh, Rich Franklin and Jeremy Horn made an appearance, so we we found that to be I at least I found that to be hilarious and fun, and uh, I recommend it. I have a late edition. Um, uh oh, we have yeah. Nick Diaz month. We talked about that. We have Genki Sudo 
like Genki Suda's always, always uh, like this. This dude is since he stopped fighting. It's it's a not this year of the year. Every year, every year, dude. Um, I have another. I have another one. I have two. I could I could talk for an hour about Genki Sudo and what he's been up to, but I won't. But I could. Look, Genki Sudo. Yeah, Genki Sudo is a legend, man. You have to at least at least once a month. You you need to to watch some some of his stuff. Um, I wanted to nominate Shinji Aoki, but that dude fought this year. And I, I added to the list Takanori Gomi. He fought this year also at the New Year's show at Rising. That's why he came to mind. But the Fireball Kid is, is near and dear to my heart. Now, Joe. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe a bit a dumb question for you because you're the inventor of Nick Diaz month. But what, what, what would be your highlight of this year that did not happen this year? Yeah, we got to go with Nick Diaz month. Uh, although Takanori Gomi, he probably deserves his own month too. I think you you, you maybe failed. not technique wise, but no, but just... he was a banger. That dude, a just banger banged. of all bangers. That dude just banged, man. But he unfortunately he fought this year, so yeah, I would <sighs> go with Nick Diaz month. Nick Diaz month. Luke, what what, what was it for be. you? It has to be Nick Diaz month. I'm I'm uncertain because Champy man, Champy was so present. Like <laughs> we talked about Champy every day. Like not even joking. <laughs> she was in in one I way think, or another. I think we will get. I think we will get another at least another uh, two at least another six months of Champy chilling before she fights again. Joe, do you think at she'll least. fight in 2021? Uh, 2022. Sorry. I do not. Wow. I do Whoa, not. Hot you guys think she will? Euro I think she will. Euro yeah, hate think, is uh, unreal, man. I think that uh I think that the UFC will will make her an offer that she likes and I think she will get back in camp in Florida. She called out, um, you know who she called out? I think it was today or yesterday. Who? Did you, did you hear that, Joe? I did I did not. She called, If she's calling people out, she might fight. But she, she called I out Sean Whaley. I might have to go to that fight. Me too. Champion. I might have to. Come back. Listen, it, they, they're, they're going to do more shows with big crowds um, because this is America and we're going to do that whether we like, whether anyone likes it or not. So, Convince me, convince me, Luke, why it's not why it's not champy. Because because it's not it's not years gone by enough for me. Nick Diaz month was years gone by. It like I watched fights from a ten year period of the early two thousands to like the the early twenty tens. You know, years ago, and he's still around and i did that because he was coming back to fight robbie lawler joanna will be years gone by we will have the instagram record of all the products she has shilled but she'll win this award in 10 years when she has retired ridden off into the sunset and doesn't need to fight or shill any longer jesus okay we're giving this award not this year of the year award although he fought (laughs) this year (laughs) To Nick, <laughs> to Nick Diaz. Yes, because we can do whatever we want of on course. this show. 
I, I made I made up the rules for Taka Norigomi, and now I'm breaking it 30 seconds later. But I mean, I don't I don't even care. His fight with Lawler, I just treat as an exhibition. You know, wow, it doesn't technically count. It's, it, I mean, it's not it's not it's not so <laughs> wrong as it sounds. First, it's like it's like <laughs> it's very good. So, I mean, we're one hour in, and I'll I think I have to wrap up here. The second episode of the 2021 MMA Love Awards with Joe from Hawaii. I think we can we can call this one a success. Um, we talked about uh, fight of the year. Um, I think we we wiggled it down that you you preferred one of the three Chandler versus Gaethje, Holloway versus Catter, and Yirji Prochatska versus Dominic Reyes, which is a good choice. And we'll talk with Midnight and find a final winner for fight of the year. And then for year of the year awards, um, I don't think we wiggled it down for you, but we we um, we threw out BKFC and added the Homer pick, Ray Cooper the third, which is a good pick. I mean, can't can hate on that one. And then, <laughs> I mean, we gave out three awards. Rough year of the year award goes to Diego Sanchez with a close runner-up, Tyron Woodley. If Tyron Woodley wouldn't have made money. I think he would have he would have been a, a lock. Mm. We gave out the Pride Rules of the Year award. Had to go to Nate Diaz against Leon Edwards. And we gave out the Not This Year of the Year award to Nicholas Robert Diaz. Runner up for me, Joanna Champion. Are you guys happy with this? Yes. I love it. I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a lot of fun. Any any parting words? Um Sean, <laughs> Sean my god. <laughs> uh Jay Burns. <laughs> Joe, any parting words? Uh MMA sometimes, you know, it could wear on you a little bit or it might not be as entertaining, but when MMA is good, it's the best. That is a motivational speech. Uh, if I've if I've heard ever, <laughs> sometimes you are on Luke's um, trading card show on YouTube. I'll link that in the show notes. Um, and if people want to connect with you, they have to go through me. <laughs> if, some, <laughs> if someone slides yeah. into my DMs and has any remarks for you, I'll just pass them along. Luke, any parting words for the second show? Of course. We, ha- we still have to track down event of the year. It will be coming. And I am so excited to talk circus shit of the year when we next record with uh, Prelim Midnight. Also uh, looking Jay forward Bone, to... Jay to, Bones, Jay so, Bones uh, Joe said event of the year was no question UFC 261. We will discuss this. I mean, yes, we have to discuss this. Also, we taunt... Have promo uh, or walkout of the year award will be discussed with midnight hopefully tomorrow and um, that was the second show I enjoyed it very much thanks so much Jay Bones for making time straight out of Gila Hawaii Greed, Paco, BJ, Ray Brother all of them from of course Max Yancey all of them guys you guys I mean you rule a bit I have to say it's not Poland it's not Poland but it's it's close I cannot wait to go down there and get a surf and turf from the Brad or Ray Cooper, Ray Cooper the third, uh, 
fish sushi and uh pokey stand before i die before i die i want to have some drinks with jay bones at the lava shack has to has to to have a shack let's do it okay pals that was it you guys are always welcome thanks so much and (laughs) until next time Oh, I'm so in love with you. And I love that kid. And I love that kid. And I love that kid. Oh, I'm so in love with you.